It's time for To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington, a power hour of all things Southern Miss. For questions or comments, call 601-261-0898 or pound 981 for C Spire Custom. Now we go live to the studio with Jamie. What's up? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. I am your host, Jamie Arrington, broadcasting from the uh, what the what is this Eagle Broadcasting Studios? Well, this is official the Mississippi Power Studios. Mississippi Power Studios. Uh, you learn. I, I I should know this by now. I'm here with my man Lanny Mixon. What's happening, Lanny? Doing well, buddy. Yourself? Doing good, man. Doing good. Um, for you guys out there, if this is your first time listening to the show, I'm here every week to give you a break from all of the Power 5 propaganda out there on mainstream sports media, and there's a lot of it, and talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. We do this every Tuesday night at 6 p.m. Simulcast on WFOR, the score 1400 AM, and WMXI News Radio 98.1 in Hattiesburg. If you're not in the Hattiesburg area, you can always stream it at WMXI.com and the WMXI radio mobile app. Also, I have all the episodes up on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Subscribe, give us a rating and a review and whatnot, uh, and spread the love. Tell your friends. Tell your Southern Miss friends about us, and uh, I think they'll enjoy it. So, Lanny, um, another rough weekend for the Golden Eagles this week. You know, Jamie, it was. Uh, the, you know, the only good news I could come up with here, there was nothing new. It, it was the same issues that have plagued the Golden Eagles, um, you know, all year this year, and um, uh it's easy to see what they are. The staff knows what they are. I guess if it was an easy solution, they would have solved the problem weeks ago. But as it sits now, um, Southern Miss is, is 500. And what started off as a very promising season, um, the Golden Eagles are now claw, trying to claw their way back into bowl contention. We had two surprises to uh, start the game on Saturday. First off, they rolled out with the white pants, the all-white Uniforms, I thought they looked sharp. They kind of look like the color rush. Uh, <laughs> kind of like the color rush that the Saints are wearing this Thursday night. Um, they may not be the luckiest uniform, so maybe <laughs> if they're not, we won't, we won't go that route again. And then, uh, when the Southern Miss offense took the field, true freshman quarterback, Keon Howard, uh, the freshman from Laurel High School, uh, came on, got the surprise start. I mean, they'd never announced whether or not Nick was going to be able to play, and, and he obviously didn't get cleared. So, Keon Howard gets the surprise start at quarterback, and all in all, you know, I know he had some freshman mistakes, but I thought he he looked like he has a lot of promise uh, to be the quarterback of the future. You know, to quote um, to quote my my broadcast partner for for half the week, Tim Lee, man, he even looked great when he was messing up. Yeah, he really did. And, and you know, I I can't really disagree. Um, you know, more than hundred yards rushing. 230 yards passing. Um, he got the dropsies, but I think he, you know, if you watch the interviews and, you know, his his uh, comments from the Monday presser, uh, he understands where he's at. And I think he's, in all likelihood, he's going to correct those mistakes moving forward. I can't think of, in, in the past uh, few years, I can't think of a quarterback um, that we've had um, maybe since Collier that, can, that possesses this athletic ability, size, and arm strength. You know, probably the closest overall you would have got, you, you know, Dustin Allman, um, you know, Austin Davis, both ran much better than they were allowed to. 
Right. Um, so I don't know that we ever got really got to see what either one of those guys could do running the ball. Um, but, uh, you know, Keon may have the biggest arm of any quarterback Southern Miss has had since Dustin Almond. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, a couple of pa- passes went errant there, but there was, man, again, plagued by the drops this week. And, you know, I listened to the press conference you put up on YouTube the other day with um, Shannon Dawson, and, and one of his comments was that, you know, they're catching them in practice. It's just not happening in the game. It's something mental going on with these guys that's just not clicking. Yep. And, um, you know, it's almost, you know, it's almost kind of at this point, uh, uh, like a baseball player that gets the yips. Oh, yeah. You know, like the catcher that can't throw it back to the pitcher's mound or the second baseman who can't make the throw to first. Um, it's, it's all psychological and they, they just got to work through it. And, you know, Southern Miss, they led on the stat sheet. I mean, first downs, Southern Miss had the edge 21 to 10. Total yards, 452 to 320. Time of possession, 34, 39 to 25, 21. But the big difference in the game, that they, the stat that they didn't have, 0-5 turnover ratio. And right now, Southern Miss ranks 128 out of 128 teams. That's dead last in turnover margin with a margin of negative 17. Well, it's a yeah, negative 17, 7.1 per game. You turn the ball over close to two times more per game than your opponent. It's easy to see why Southern Miss is, is hovering, hovering at 500 instead of having you know, eight or nine wins at this point. One thing I will say about the team that, that did impress me is it, it is that they didn't give up. I mean, you can tell something's been off, but they really showed a lot of fight in that second half. They really rallied around each other, and there was you could see some energy on the sidelines, and that's not something that we've seen the past few weeks. You know, I'm going to do a little bit of shameless self-promoting right here, but I wrote an article earlier today um, published on BigLNation.com, and the basic premise of the article is Southern Miss has got to play a smarter brand of football. Absolutely. Go check that. That's a, it's a great website. If you're not on Big Gold Nation right now, you should be. Lots of good information, lots of banner with uh, other Southern Miss fans. Coming up after the break, I went out and I got a guest who could tell us a little bit more about Keon Howard. Stay tuned. Welcome back to To The Top Talk. Now, I've got my guest today, uh, one of the greatest, uh, well, he was the MVP of the Conference USA Championship game back in 2011. Uh, You may remember him as being a a running back. He also played a little wide receiver and all-purpose back. He also coached at Laurel High School, and that is why I've got him on the show today. Here is my guest, Tracy Lampley. After Keon Howard was thrown into the game this past Saturday, I wanted to talk to somebody who could give us a little bit of insight into Keon and uh, how he plays the quarterback position. So I went back, found one of his old coaches, and a Southern Miss legend in Tracy Lampley. How you doing, Tracy? I'm doing fine, man. I can't complain. Thanks for having me on the show. Thanks for joining us. Now, you had the privilege of uh, coaching Keon Howard at Laurel High School in Laurel, Mississippi. What can you tell us about Keon and how he plays the quarterback position? Uh, like I said, uh, he is a tremendous athlete, uh, going to give you everything he got. Oh, his high school career kind of the same way he just started his Southern Miss career. 
uh, was thrown into the fire, had a uh, rough shaky start to his career in high school, finished his high school, passing over 12,000 yards and finishing with 150 touchdowns. And the proof is in the pudding, you know, right there. And just like I said, you just got to get a, gotta get a young man time. He was thrown into a uh, situation to where he didn't know what to expect. You know, you can prepare and practice uh, getting reps after the starting quarterback, but until you get in that game and get that real-life speed, that's when you can tell, you know, what you need to work on and where you at, where you struggling at. And I think, I think we got to see, but once, like, uh, once you settle down and, uh, get a feel for the game, get the, get the confidence in the coaches to open up the playbook even more, so them it's going to be a great team with him behind the center. Now, when he was in high school, he led, uh, now he was a four-year starter at Laurel. Then he led, uh, Laurel to a 5A state championship in 2015. And then, even more impressive, he threw for four TDs in the Mississippi-Alabama All-Star game and led Mississippi to their first win in, uh, I believe, eight years. So he, he's a guy that brings a little bit of experience to a position, even though he's a true freshman. Um, right, right. You know, in the All-Star game, he had a lot of talent around him. And um, I think the Southern Miss coaches would do a, a great job in recruiting and getting talent around him so he can uh, – Put the ball in some guys' hands that can make plays and take some pressure off of them and, and open up a lot of stuff, you know. Uh, we got a great running back. We got some great bats coming back. And, uh, once you have that and we, we better do some good things, you know, we better throw the ball, uh, and we'll be able to run the ball. And Keon also, he can hurt you running the football. You know, he's a 6'2 kid, uh, 230 pounds. And as a quarterback, man, that's a good sign. We haven't had a quarterback that's that athletic with that kind of size with that strong art of, of an arm in, in a very long time here at Southern Miss. So he kind of brings a, a lot of different dimensions to the game that we've not necessarily had here in a long time. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and that, and that give a coaches a lot of opportunities, uh, to put up, uh, a, a wonderful game plan. Once you got a kid that can, that can do that, then you got guys that, that can catch the football as well. And also you got guys that can run the football. Man, that's, that's a coach's dream in that type of offense, you know, and especially everybody stay healthy and everything click the way you think it'll click, especially in the mean room and the way you, the way you, uh, draw it up on the board. And once that gets good, then, hey, so the miss is on his way. Let's ask you about a couple of different intangibles as it relates to quarterbacks. What can you tell us about the work ethic of Keon Howard? Oh, he's he going to give you everything he got, man. He's he going to be the type of guy that's that going to get in the film room and learn, learn the game. Uh, he's gonna be a type of guy that stay out the practice and make some throws that he's struggling on, and uh, he's very coachable. So you can you get a great young man with that kid. What about his his leadership abilities? Right now, he's just in a position as a freshman, and it's gonna take a lot of older guys to get around him and uh, keep his confidence up high. But once next year come, and he he can he can be the man at quarterback. His leadership his leadership is gonna be tremendous, man. He's gonna do what's right. He's gonna always yes sir, no sir. Like I said, very coachable, and you know he can do everything the coaches tell him. And once the players see him doing that, they're like, "Well, if the quarterback doing it, then I know I got to be on my stuff too." So they're gonna all work hand to hand. What can you say about you know coming out of high school? What can you say about his accuracy as a quarterback? He throws the deep ball well. He just got to my thing is Ken just got to learn to take what the defense gives. You know, he got to understand that every play is not going to be a big play and every play is not going to be a touchdown. So take what the defense gives you. They're giving you a little five yard out, right? Take that. Eventually, that deep ball you're looking for is going to come open because once you're killing the team underneath, then they're going to get tired of them. So, okay, well, let me cover this. He ain't going to throw the deep ball. As soon as they fall asleep, that's when you hit them with the deep ball. He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. 
What did you think about his performance against the game in Old Dominion the other day? I think under the circumstances, it was a fair job. You know, as, uh, he was throwing it into the fire. Like I said, once you prepare and practice and all that, you really don't get that true, true uh, game speed. But once you get in the game and you realize what you need to work on and he got his bruises out the way early and he came back and, and did some great things well. And you got some stuff that you can capitalize from from that game. And even though we came up a little short, but, hey, under the circumstances, he did a good job. He did a good job. You definitely could see that he was a gamer and had some some playmaking abilities. He threw for you know 230 yards, had a passing TD, rushed for 98 yards, had a rushing TD. If it wasn't for sacks at a, towards the end of the game, he would have had over 150 yards rushing. And you know, like I said earlier, having a quarterback that's athletic and, and they can make those runs is something. It's a dimension we haven't had at Southern Miss in quite some time. That is exactly right. You know, I think we kind of had that demeanor uh, there when Anthony Alfred came and. Austin Davis did a good job running the football, and sending your favor did a good job, but McKeon was much bigger than those guys. And like I said, he like a 6'2 body frame with 230 pounds that can run the football and also hurt you uh, with the strong arm. That right there itself shows what kind of type of player you're getting within him. Uh, like I said, once the coaches get get, get him in the, uh, after the offseason and sit him down in the film room and, and teach him the game of football to why they call him this play and why they – uh, called misplay versus this coverage, and he understand that. And uh, the coaches take the handcuff off of him, and he learn the offense and can make checks on his own. Then he gonna be a ball player. He gonna be a ball player. Like I said, that all come with his friend. Is there anybody that you would compare him to that we may uh, recognize? I say Reggie Collins. I say Reggie Collins. He probably not as fast as Reggie, but he can bring the same type of running skills and throwing the ball downfield that Reggie did when he was there. So uh, with that being said, man, he can live up to that kind of hype right there, then uh, Keon going to be a great one for the university. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's talk about you for a second. You've moved on. You're now a wide receivers coach for the Pedal Panthers. And this Friday night, you guys are taking on the Brandon Bulldogs with the winner going on to play for the 6A South State Championship. What can you tell us about the Panthers this season? We're clicking at the right time right now. We had a little bump and bruises in the uh, Early start the season off, we uh we won one, lost one, won one, lost one. You know, kind of shaky roller coaster, but we made a quarterback change at the right moment. It gave us a great confidence boost going into the playoffs, and we playing well right now. We came up with a good game plan for Friday, and just hopefully we can execute it. We at home and got our fans behind us, and hopefully we can play together uh, and come out with a uh, with a victory. Best of luck this uh, Friday night against the Brandon Bulldogs. Any last words for the Southern Miss fans out there? Uh, just I just want to let the Southern Miss fans know. Right now, we might look a little shaky right now, but uh, we'll be okay. You know, Southern Miss done been down before, and we know how to bounce back. We're, we're a blue-collar uh, university, and we know what a hard work is all about. We're not looking for a handout. We're just going to continue to grind and, and continue to work our way to the top, and, and we're going to get there. Just, just, just trust the process. Trust what the coach is going on out there and get behind us and continue to support the boys, and uh, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. That was Tracy Lampley, currently the wide receiver coach at Pedal High School, but he came to Pedal via Laurel High School where he was the wide receiver coach. And, of course, Keon Howard was the quarterback there. I just wanted to get you know somebody to come on and talk about Keon that could give us a little more insight because, let's face it, he is the future of uh, the quarterback position at Southern Miss. 
And I think he's going to be a good one. I think he's going to be a very good one. He's got a lot of intangibles. And, you know, even though he had the four fumbles the other day and the one interception, I kind of chalk that up to being a freshman. You know, I think once he learns, once he gets more acclimated to the college game, I think he's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Now, I've got something uh, special here for you guys. I don't have Jay Hobson on the show. All right. I, I couldn't, I didn't try to get him. I don't want him. I want him to, you know, he has his conferences every week, his press conferences. He does his, his uh, radio show. He has plenty of time to talk. He doesn't need to talk to a moron in a, a, a balloon of hot air like myself. So, <laughs> but I kind of thought to myself, like, what would a, an interview with Jay Hobson be like? So this is what I think. Coach, tell us about the decision to take the red shirt off Keon Howard. That's a good question, Jamie. Uh, and the reality is, you know, at the end of the day, you got to have somebody go and play quarterback. You know, you know what I'm saying? And the reality is we had two injured uh, quarterbacks. And, you know, Nick's done a heck of a job for us. But, you know, uh, Key, Key's a great athlete and – uh you know he's gonna be he's gonna be a great quarterback for us. You know what I'm saying? And uh, at the end of the day, you, you got to have a great quarterback if you're gonna win football games. And you know, you know, we're gonna take this one game at a time. You know what I'm saying? And certainly, you want to win every game, but the reality is, you ain't gonna win every game. You know what I'm saying? You know, even with the loss, you kind of felt like in the second half, you felt like you you got some effort out of the team. Yeah, you know, at the end of the day. You're gonna win football games. You gotta, you gotta score more points. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I'm proud of this football team. You know, we're fighting hard. We're gonna take take this one game at a time. But uh, you know, I'm proud of the effort. Uh, gotta gotta get back to work. And you know, that's the reality. You know, if you're gonna gonna win games, uh, you gotta you gotta work hard. You know what I'm saying? And uh, at the end of the day, uh. You know, you you gonna get get your chicken tenders and get back on that plane. And uh, the bottom line is, you you certainly want everybody to be happy. You know what I'm saying? This week, you face a team in North Texas that's facing some sim- similar obstacles to what we've gone through. They've had some injuries that have plagued them, and they've lost you know their past three games. What can you tell us about this game against North Texas? Bottom line is, you know they they put their pants on just like we do. You know what I'm saying? And certainly, uh, we got to put our pants on if we're going to go out there and play because, you know, the reality is you they're not going to let you play if you don't put your pants on. Yeah, but, uh, you know, Key's going to be out there uh, with his pants on. And, you know, I'm proud. You know, so we're going to take this one game at a time. And, and certainly you want to uh, win and get more points. But the, the bottom line is uh, you ain't always going to get more points. You know, it's going to be tough every game to put up points. But uh, at the end of the day, if you want to win, you gotta got to get more points than the other team. Thank you for joining us, Coach. Best of luck this weekend against the Mean Green. Thank you, Jamesy. How about that Jay Hobson impression, you guys? What would you think about that? I'm trying. I'm trying to bring some entertainment to the show, you guys. I love Jay Hobson. But in but you could pick up little things that he said, and it started on Big Gold Nation where they started picking off him saying the reality is, and the bottom line is, and, and you know if you listen to him, you know what I'm saying. And it's just I, I think it just we need a laugh right now, you guys. So that's what I'm trying to bring 
to the program. All right, this weekend, uh, the Golden Eagles will be taking on the North Texas Mean Green. They sit at four and six. We sit at five and five. One more win for us to get bowl eligible. I hope it comes this weekend. I think it will. I really think it will. That's this Saturday, November the 19th uh, at 4.30 p.m. Central Time. It will be on television on BN Sports. Uh, which I think on Comcast is in the 700s. You can look it up on the Southern Miss website. I know I'm supposed to do that for you guys, and I apologize for that. It is on TV, and I think they have it on the web as well. So look up BN Sports. That's B-E-I-N Sports. Southern Miss leads the series all-time, six games to four. Um, North Texas kind of on a, a similar trajectory as us. They've lost their last three games. They've had a lot of injuries. Um, their star running back, Jeffrey Wilson, out for the year with a knee injury, so we're not going to have to face him. Starting quarterback Mason Fine was knocked out of the Western Kentucky game last week with a, an arm or a shoulder injury. He is uh, kind of, you know, the rumor is he's listed as doubtful, but he may play later in the season. And then their um, star cornerback, Eric Jenkins, was injured in the game versus uh, Louisiana Tech and is yet to return. So with them having the, the injuries they've had, and, you know, I, I didn't see a lot of fight in the team the other day. I, I saw more energy on the sidelines in that second half than I've seen in the previous few games. So, you know, hopefully the Golden Eagles will start getting their mojo, start figuring it out, and, and start getting back to Southern Miss-style football. But if we don't win this weekend, my goodness, we're going to be in serious trouble. Because Louisiana Tech, no joke. So hopefully the Golden Eagles can pull it out. You know, I, 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 think, I would think that Keon would, would be the guy to get the start. Maybe Nick will play. I, I hate to see just Nick thrown out, but you burn that red shirt, you got to make good use of it. We're not contending for a conference championship anymore. We've, we've been eliminated from the, the running for the Conference USA West title. So the best we can do now is a winning season and a bowl. Guys, we'll be right back with more To The Top Talk right here on The Score and WMXI. We are back right here on To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. It was announced this week that the Southern Miss La Tech game, which is going to take place the day after Thanksgiving, Friday, November the 25th, kickoff is either going to be at 3 p.m. to be aired on ESPN News or at 4 p.m. to be aired on ESPNU. So we won't find out until after the games this weekend, but that game the day after Thanksgiving will either be at 3 o'clock or at 4 o'clock. So make your plans accordingly. We can sleep in a little bit. If you want to get up and go out and shop and do all that nonsense, feel free to do so. I'm looking forward to a great day on campus. It's going to be the blackout game. And you think back to uh, pivotal blackout games of the past. I think about that game in uh, 2008 when Southern Miss needed the win against East Carolina to be bowl eligible, and the fight in those guys uh, was tremendous. You know, against that East Carolina team, and you know, when the when the when that game got to go to the New Orleans Bowl and win that. So hopefully, we can figure something out in the next two weeks and and make that happen. Um, also, that game not only is it the blackout, it is also Senior Day. You think about this senior class; they they pretty much resurrected Southern Miss football. You know. They've been through the lowest of lows and the highest of highs. They deserve a packed house. I mean, you think about it. Nick Mullins, you know, our all-time leading passer, he took a beating his first two years at Southern Miss. He took a beating, tough as nails, 
you could never question Nick Mullins' toughness after watching him, especially that first year when uh, one of the games, well, I think it was the second season, that UAB game, we didn't even have four healthy linemen to block for him. DJ Thompson, Cameron Tom, Dylan Bradley, those guys stuck through the program when a lot of people wouldn't have. And uh, regardless of you know how you feel about the team right now, they, they certainly deserve our support and they deserve a packed house. Get Show up in black. You know, eat your turkey the day before, get up, get fired, drink your Red Bull, get fired up. Let's get amped. Let's get focused and motivated to support these Golden Eagles all the way to the end. The game against Louisiana Tech is going to be tough. And I know when we went to their house last year, we showed up their crowd. So let's make sure they don't show us up this time around. Um, hopefully it'll be a great game. Hopefully we can get the turnover problem corrected. And I think if we do, we got a chance against anybody in the conference. Conference USA last week. Rice defeated Charlotte. Charlotte, the team that beat us last week. Yes, Rice beat them by one, 22-21. How crazy is that? Louisiana Tech dominated Texas San Antonio 63-35. Western Kentucky 45 over North Texas, who scored seven, which that's our opponent this weekend. I hope we. I hope that's a similar score as uh, what we'll see coming up on Saturday. Old Dominion, of course, defeated Southern Miss 51-35. Florida Atlantic, 35, UTEP, 31. And then Marshall, Marshall making waves, 42-17 to 17 over Middle Tennessee State. So that's kind of a shocker. I think Middle Ten was uh, projected to win that game. But, you know, I know their quarterback got hurt. But it's good after – after I'm glad that Marshall didn't rebound until after we beat them because we needed that win. <laughs> Conference USA standings right now. Let's talk about the bowl picture. Uh, in the East, Western Kentucky and Old Dominion. Uh, well, Western Kentucky's in first place, six and one in conference, eight and three overall. Old Dominion five and one, seven and three overall. Both of those are still in the mix for the East title. Then you have uh, Middle Ten sitting at, sitting at three and three and six and four, and Charlotte at three and three and four and six. So both all those teams are in bowl contention. In the West, Louisiana Tech uh, by us losing and them defeating UTSA. They are the West Division champs. So regardless for what happens from here on out. They will be playing in the conference championship. They sit at six and one in conference, eight and three overall. Texas San Antonio is four and three, five and five overall. And Southern Miss, three and three, five and five overall. Also, North Texas, two and four and four and six overall. So uh, we defeat North Texas this weekend. They're knocked out of bowl contention. I'm not going to get cocky. I'm not going to get, you know, I think we're going to win. I really do. I think we'll take all the help we can get, all of the injuries they have. Uh, piling up. Hopefully that'll play in our favor, and hopefully we can go out and build some confidence, and you know maybe pull off a three-game winning streak. Fingers crossed. You know, at the end of the day, you know the bottom line is Conference USA this week. Texas San Antonio is is at Texas A&M. A&M, twenty-seven and a half point favorites in that game. UTEP is at Rice. Rice is a one and a half point favorite. Middle Tennessee is at Charlotte. Middle 10 is a uh, four-point favorite over Charlotte, which, hey, you know, with that quarterback situation, that might be – it's an interesting game. Old Dominion, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite over Florida Atlantic, and Marshall, a two-and-a-half-point favorite over FIU. Southern Miss basketball. The Golden Eagles last Friday night defeated Tougaloo. Yes, Tougaloo out of Jackson. Southern Miss, 101, Tougaloo, 96, double over Tom. Good thing everybody got free chicken from Canes if you take advantage of that promotion. Bad thing, Tugaloo took us to double overtime. That's the second time in a week that they 
a team that's not even a – I think both those are NAI team. Well, Mississippi College, and yeah, not even, you know, F- I don't know. What's the term for basketball? Is it FBS? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Taking a double overtime by teams that are not in our league. And I don't mean that literally. I mean, I mean that literally, not figuratively, because figuratively they obviously are in our league. Tonight, the Golden Eagles take on Louisiana State at 7 p.m. So as soon as the show is over, you guys can flip it on. Um, it's going to be on the SEC Network Plus, which is available on the Watch ESPN app or WatchESPN.com. I think you also may refer to that as ESPN3. Hopefully, you know, this is the, I think we'll see what the Golden Eagle basketball team is made of in this game. You know, I know Price is still out. But you kind of want to see how they match up against against the Tigers. Monday night, Southern Miss returns to Reed Green Coliseum to take on Alabama A&M. That's Monday, November the 21st at 7 p.m. Also in basketball news this week, former Southern Miss basketball head coach Donnie Tindall, yes, that Donnie Tindall, the one who uh, brought on the NCAA sanctions, reached an agreement to become an assistant coach for the Toronto Raptors D-League team. With him having a 10-year show cause, it makes all the sense in the world for him to get into professional basketball. So it'll be interesting to see how he coaches at that level. Also in NFL news, um, Jamie Collins with the Cleveland Browns now versus the Ravens. He had nine tackles, one sack, two tackles for loss, and one quarterback hit. Meanwhile, the Patriots fall to the Seahawks. Makes all the sense in the world. Tom Johnson uh, for the Vikings against Washington. He had five tackles and two quarterback hits. Rakeem Nunez-Roches got his first start, got the first start of his career against the Panthers. He had four tackles and um, in that game. Also, the Vikings signed Rashad Hill, former Southern Miss offensive tackle Rashad Hill. So good stuff there. All right, looks like we're about to head to a break. Oh, there we go. Now we're heading to the break. I'm a moron. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure this thing out. I'm sorry, you guys. But yes, very cool that Rashad Hill signed with the Vikings. He was on the practice squad for the Jaguars. I think he got called out to their active roster at one point this season. So, very cool. They sure need his help in Minnesota. Guys, we'll be right back with more To The Top Talk after the break. We are back with more to the top talk with Jamie Arrington. You guys, if you're not listening, if you're listening to this live, go back, go on iTunes. If you got an iPhone, go to iTunes, search for to the top talk or search for Southern Miss in the podcast app. And uh, we're, we're one of the ones that'll pop up. So go subscribe, uh, give us a like, give us a rating, share it with your friends. If you have an Android phone, go on Google Play. We are on Google Play. We're on Stitcher, I think. Uh, we're on SoundCloud if you use that app. Check out some of the old episodes. I went back and I put up all of the old interviews that I did um, over the past almost a year now, over the past nine months. So you get, you can hear a lot of the episodes. You know, I had uh, Jalen Richard, um, Mike Thomas, Kalen Reed before they were drafted. And then I had one episode where they, you know, all talked to me right after they were drafted. Really great stuff. Gerald McGrath, Jeremy Bridges, Jarrett Hoffpower, Neil Watson, an incredible interview. So go back and check all of those out. Subscribe to us so you can keep up with us each and every week. Let's go back to talking about football. Let's talk about 
Southern Miss in general right now, you know, it's it's tough. We've known it's never going to be easy being a Southern Miss fan. But you look at the situation in football where it doesn't really feel like we've progressed. It feels like we've kind of gotten worse as the season's gone on. And I wish I had the answers. I wish the coaches had the answers. I really am pulling for the guys. I, I know I will say some things where, you know, might not be as favorable. I'll, I'll have some panic moments during the game and just lose my mind on Twitter. But at the same time, we all want the, the end result. We all want the Golden Eagles to win. And and really, ultimately, we just want them to do what they're capable of doing. I, I kind of felt like the talent was there this year. And, you know, maybe, maybe the win over Kentucky was the worst thing that could have happened. You know, I know the media and, and, and certain fans like to they, – they put the SEC up on a pedestal. But, you know – Maybe that win went to our heads. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. Hopefully they can get it together and fast because we need we need at least a win. We don't win one of the last two games. Uh, a meltdown is warranted because <laughs> there's no reason we should not be in a bowl each and every year in Conference USA. I'm sorry. Looking at North Texas is looking awfully favorable. There's not a line right now because of their injuries and our injuries. You know, Vegas is not sure, you know, because Nick Mullins might not play. They're not really sure where to put the line. So I'm sure that'll come out towards the end of the week like it did last week. But looking at North Texas right now, you know, they lost to SMU the first game of the year. They beat Bethune-Cookman. Uh, they lost to Florida 32 to nothing. Turned around, beat Rice 42-35. Uh, lost to MTSU, beat Marshall, beat Army, which I was, that was an impressive win. I think they were playing their best football at that point. And then they've gone on a three-game losing streak, losing to uh, Texas San Antonio, Louisiana Tech, and Western Kentucky. So you look at that, not really a very favorable win on that schedule. So I'm not saying that they can't beat us because they've shown at times this year that they could. But with the injuries they have to their quarterback, running back, star cornerback, it's going to be a tall order, even with our inconsistencies um, on offense and defense. Inconsistent season stopping the big play and turning the ball over on offense. So I'm looking forward to I'm just I just need a win, man. I need something to get me through. Because <laughs> if we lose this weekend, oh my goodness. Maybe basketball will win tonight. Maybe basketball can b- defeat LSU and uh get us a win in Baton Rouge in some sport this year. That would be terrific. I'd be all for it. We'll see what happens. I, I really don't think we're going to win tonight. I think LSU's like 19-point favorites. Anywho, we'll see what happens. But like I said, that game is uh, this Saturday. Of course, you can watch it on BN Sports and the 700s on Comcast. Um, also, I think you can look it up on their website as well. starts at 4.30 Central Time, so if you're in this time zone, 4.30 is the time for kickoff. And then we got the blackout game. I'm already making plans. I'm already getting ready for, you know, let's go ahead and set up the tailgate on Wednesday. Go ahead and get out there, get fired up, get motivated. I've got some Louisiana Tech friends. I'm not sure if they're coming to town or not. But, uh, you know, we want to show them a good time. And we want to show them a butt whooping. They deserve it. And hopefully they'll overlook us. I mean, they're going to be playing in the conference championship the next week now. So hopefully they'll be looking forward to playing Old Dominion or Western Kentucky or whoever they can throw out there. I really would like to see Old Dominion. I'm just over Western Kentucky, especially after last year. You know, my stepdad went to Western, you know, Hilltopper fan, so I've always kind of pulled for him. But after last year, man, I just – I want to see him tank. I hope that Louisiana Tech gets to host, you know, 
well, I hope they lose to us and they don't get to host. But I, I hope if they beat us, I hope they get to host the game and and and, and get to pull it out because I, I just I'm just tired of Western Kentucky already. How many championships did they did they did they win two years ago? Yeah, I guess they did. They, they I'm done with them. I'm ready to move on from Western. I'm ready to move on from this conference. All right, we won't go there at this point. <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, we're in Conference USA. Bottom line is, you know, that's where we're going to play. You know, Key's going to get us there. We're going we to go out there, you know, go play some football. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you guys are going to get a lot of that Jay Hobson impression over the next few weeks. That's just, you know, last week I just couldn't stop talking like Trump. I'm over that now. Now that I'm starting to figure out Jay Hobson, I think that's going to be what you're going to hear from here on out. What do you guys think? Hit me up on Twitter, at To The Top Talk. Hit me up on Facebook, To The Top Talk. I want to know what you guys are thinking right now. I think I know what you're thinking because I've talked to a lot of you and I follow a lot of you and I've seen what you have to say, but uh, I don't know. After the break, we're going to break it down and I'm going to tell you about the amazing guest that I've got next week. Come right back to us for more To The Top Talk right here on The Score and News Talk Radio 98.1. back with two more to the top talk let's shut it down special thanks to my guest this week tracy lampley you can follow him on twitter at tracy lampley that's tracy with uh t-r-a-c-y not a no no e in that one you can follow us on twitter at to the top talk you can follow me at jamie underscore errington if you want to keep up with my comedy shows at hub city comedy you can follow laney at big gold nation uh, also on Facebook, To The Top Talk, Jamie Arrington Comedy, Hub City Comedy, um, and The Score 1400, as well as WMXI as well. Upcoming comedy shows. My next show, Friday, December the 9th. It's Hub City Comedy's annual holiday high high at the Thirsty Hippo. Um, 8 p.m., only $5. You'll get to see 16 of the best local and regional comics. It'll be a lot of fun for what it is. Always a good time. Always a packed house. Um, bring your big girl panties if you... Uh, <laughs> if you're coming, make sure that you can handle what you're about to hear. Um, also, on Wednesday, December the 28th, I've got Mark Norman. Mark Norman is actually filming an hour Comedy Central special this week. So looking really forward to having him back. We've got him at Brewski's. Tickets are $10. Haven't gone on sale yet, but will be on sale soon. One of my favorite comics. I really, really think a lot of Mark. He's an amazing comic, and he's going to be big one day. So really excited that we were able to get him back to the Hub City. All right, next week's episode, we're going to be talking a recap of the North Texas game as well as a preview of the Louisiana Tech game. And get your popcorn ready because my guest is DeAndre Touchdown Brown. Did a great interview with DeAndre this week. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it um, if you're a Southern Miss fan. Like I said before, don't forget to check out the archives. Go on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Look up to the top talk with Jamie Arrington. Subscribe. Give us a rating, review. Tell your friends. Tell all your Southern Miss friends, man. It's always good to have something to listen to as a Southern Miss fan. I'm on the road a lot, and I know over the years I always wanted to have 
something to listen to Southern Miss related. And Lanny had his podcast back in the day. Uh, I forgot what it was called, but I, I just wanted to have something to listen to Southern Miss related. So that's why I wanted to start doing this podcast. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I really do. And I hope you, you tell other Southern Miss fans and hopefully we can keep bring, bringing on uh, guests, great guests every week and um, keep this party going. But seriously, guys, this weekend, Mean Green, I think we got it. You guys can hold me to that. If, if we, <laughs> I don't, I'm not making a bet. I don't have anything to bet, but I really feel like this is the weekend. We get off the schneid. We get that bowl eligibility. And, uh, you know, everybody starts to loosen up a little bit. And then maybe we can get focused and motivated for Louisiana Tech. I'm just ready to get a, a streak back of winning seasons and bowl games. That that's is Southern Miss football to me. Conference championships too, but at the bare minimum, you should have winning seasons and you should be playing in bowl games. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk.